Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. Dude, hear me out. Yeah. So that's a video idea. All right. I need you. To, I need to get your approval on it. Oh, God. <laughs> what are we going for? You know what a potato gun is? I'm familiar with one. I've seen it. I've never fired one, but I've definitely, I've seen one. I mean, we're in Texas. All right, so I'm going to build a potato gun. Okay. But instead of potatoes, I'm just going to dump some shish in it. Right? Okay. Then I'm going to get a table, lay a ball on its side, kind of facing the potato gun. I'm just going to try to launch shish into the ball. (laughs) I'm going to try to pack a ball with a potato gun. And I'll foil it and smoke it. I don't care. I I just want to see what happens. I mean, I can tell you, just based off of physics, what might happen. I, th- I think you might be uh, breaking a bowl with a giant wad of shisha. No, no. I'll, I'll put something behind it to like keep it from going anywhere and like falling off the table. It, it, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll work. And the shisha stays inside the bowl how? Just by just stickiness or luck? Yeah, man, it's listen, shisha's sticky, all right? It's got the honey, it's got the flavor, it's got all that stuff in it. It's pretty sticky. Like, alfocker's pretty sticky. I'll just, like, load, just, like, throw a couple clumps of alfocker in there, and then just, like, just fire away. I'll uh. stick right to it. I'll stick right to it. I'm just seeing, like, the background wall as, like, all the misfires, and there's just, like, little, like, red circles of alfocker. <laughs> I just completely miss, like, oh. <laughs> blow through two kilos of shisha just trying to get this done like yeah so i'm i'm all game for this as long as you foil and smoke the bowl regardless of the amount of shisha that is inside because i have just just a strong feeling that there's not going to be a single drop of shisha that stays inside that bowl if there is a bowl left over um if you're not using silicone but uh yeah if you can put foil on what might be nothing and smoke that i'm all for it but yeah let's uh if you're down for that i'd say let's get the camera yeah okay cool uh well i'm gonna need the company card to, to build a potato gun so. ah see that's that's where you got to start with that information from the beginning because uh, <laughs> uh does that change things kind or? of kind of uh, mm. Kind of. Uh, well, let's. All right. Let's... All right. We'll go halvesies. <laughs> Somewhat deal. Let's look at the cost. I'm pretty sure PVC pipes are pretty cheap. I don't. I'm yeah. Not... I mean, you can build a potato gun for like 50, 60 bucks. Like. Okay. Your PVC is expensive. <laughs> no, that's if you want to get the good, like good, like equipment. Like that's that's the that's the good stuff. Well, I feel like I don't want to go too expensive with this just because I feel like it's not going to be a successful attempt. But, you know, 50 bucks split halfway, you know, in a 10-90 split, that's not bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I see, I see. I see. Yeah. So a uh, fiber for it. <laughs> yes, I'm throwing out a fiber for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, trying to figure out <laughs> what's gonna be our next video but uh also we're trying to figure out what we're what we're doing i think this is our podcast are we talking are we happening uh yeah i think we're happening okay uh, just trying to figure out what we're doing with our lives <laughs> so but we are back it's a new hope it's episode four quattro cinco 
Nope. Wait. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? My name is Sean uh, over at Hookadash Shisha. That guy answers the phones and he talks to you on live chat and sometimes he builds some pages for you to buy things from. Sometimes. 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 And the good ones. I am Smoker Pass. And He's the guy that uh, sends the emails, shoots the videos, and, you know, save you guys money on these shisha sales. Yeah, like right now, which is a big shisha sale because it's a big, big, huge moment here because it's our birthday and it's our 19th birthday, which is Holla. a lot of years. Um, so many years. So many years, you know. That... We could vote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we could vote. We could vote last year, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but as 19, I mean, as as a teenager, 19, you still might be, you know, passed up on as still being, you know, a young teenager. Um, still kind of wet behind the ears. Isn't that the saying, I believe? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, as you know, a human nineteen year old is it's different in comparison to a company that is nineteen years old, because uh, you've seen a lot of stuff for nineteen years, and we're gonna talk about some stuff. We're gonna talk about um, what was popping nineteen years ago. That'd be in the year two thousand. Um, so yeah, we've got a kind of a flashback podcast set up for you guys and uh, girls. And uh, so yeah, for starters, you might have heard us rumbling a little earlier, and I know Sean was just rumbling a minute ago. What are you smoking on, good sir? Oh, uh, so today I'm smoking uh, the flavor Morangi from Pure Tobacco, uh, one of my personal favorite kind of blonde leaf flavors, um, with some Haze Cucumberita. Uh, just got restocked on Hayes not too long ago. Really, uh, really enjoy this this cucumber flavor from them. It's it's just really unique and solid, really refreshing, and uh, just a little bit of Awaha mint in there, just to kind of cool it down a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, smoking that on top of a uh, on on top of a B two precious cut. Uh, I think it's like the lava orange one I have. Yeah. Um, with the just metal vitria with the uh, lotus two on there. All right, still rocking that Lotus too, though. Always. So real quick, one thing I wanted to ask you is, um, now that you are smoking cucumberita with mint, have you smelled the ice cucumberita? I have not actually. I saw that yesterday. All right, so and I was like, oh. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So for the people that don't know, uh, Haze, we did restock on Haze. And when we restocked, we actually got three new flavors. Um, Ice Cucumberita, which is a U.S. exclusive because now Haze is no longer in Houston. They are over in Spain. So now we actually have flavors that are exclusive to the U.S., which is so strange because, you know, they started off in the U.S. But anyways, uh, we've got... Uchata, which is a horchata mix, and Perlicious, which is a delicious, delicious pear blend. So yeah, add that to your roster. Maybe we'll bust open a can tomorrow, Sean, and uh, get down on some American exclusive ice cucumberita. But we need to hurry up, though, because I know for a fact, I don't know if you've been checking, I've been checking since we restocked Hayes, and 
people are trying to get these new flavors. So I definitely want to get mine before it's gone because it takes a while for shipments to come from Spain. And uh, yeah, so hop on that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down to crack open a can tomorrow. Uh, crack open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> uh, give it a try. Cucumber has been a favorite of mine for a while now. So if they added some mint, I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, in my bowl, I am smoking some Starbuzz Bulb because I was smoking Starbuzz Bulb last time and... I'm smoking Starbucks Bold this time. I like peach. I like peaches. And that's actually kind of what I'm smoking right now. I'm smoking uh, a little bit of spiced chai. Uh, scratch that. That's not right. It's actually white chai uh, from Starbucks. And I have that with a little bit of white mint as well. Um, Starbucks Bold White Chai is uh, white peach with chai. And... It has a lot of peach, but the chai flavor that's in this is like a sweet chai, and it is delicious. It's one of my favorite uh, Starbucks Bold flavors, and uh, yeah, I've got that inside of my Laruk Bowl. I'm not using foil this time, and I'm using my Lotus 2, because we just, we're just like the Lotus guys right now. And I've got it with my Regal Crown tray, because it is... Fit oh, for you a want king. to feel better than everybody? It is fit for a king. Yeah, so you want to feel better than everybody. Got it, okay. Got it, got it. Got it. <laughs> no, it's kind of. And of course, you know the hose I'm using. I'm using my D-hose, and it's clean. Just throwing hey, that out there. I'm using a clean hose today. I forgot to mention that. Oh. I'm using a freshly washed ripper hose. Fantastic. I even let it dry. It was wild. <laughs> Did you throw away the uh, other one now? No. Okay, just wondering. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just save the ocean. I just had. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, party people. So one of the things that we really wanted to talk about on this podcast is our birthday. And uh, 19 years once again is a very long time, and things were different back in the early start of this. Uh, I would say company, but also things were just different all around for the world in the year 2000. Um, and for those I don't know, uh, we are a family company. It was started by uh, a couple of brothers back in 2000. And um, if you use the Wayback Time Machine, you can go as far back as 2002 to check out our website. Um, we'll have links to this on the blog for this episode. And you can find that right on our site, along with everything that we're using in this podcast as far as our setups. And you'll also be able to find some more information and some other links that we might talk about uh, in today's podcast. But in that Wayback Machine, you can go back and see kind of the early offerings of uh, from Hookadash Shisha. And we were checking it out earlier before we got on this podcast, and the pickings were slim. It's wild. I like. I like. This is the first time I've ever seen this this whole Wayback Machine like this early. And just clicking through this has been insane. <laughs> like hookahs. Stainless steel hookahs is a category. And one of your options is just rotating hookah. Tiny single hose hookah. And it's just, and that's that's what there was. And it's incredible. Yeah, and you had your flavors. You had uh, massage, which is uh, Arabic for mood. And um, you had Ramon tobacco as well. And uh, with those flavors, I mean, with those brands, I think there's about like six flavors from each brand. 
if that, like. So I mean, you had your your mint, your apple, your blueberry, your melon, just really, really basic. Your orange, and uh, that was the party. That was that was it right there. Um, back in the early That's days, like all you had to work with, like you just gotta, you just had to make it work. <laughs> these, dude, these uh, these accessories, just you know. Plastic tips, stainless steel bowl, oh the Sheik's hookah hose. Oh, can I look at this? Oh, it's amazing. That's incredible. This is this has just been super nostalgic for me. The selection of having the multiple hoses was a huge emphasis. I mean, when you're on the site, you see one hose, two hose, three hose, four hose. Everyone was trying to get down on having multiple hoses on their hookah. Because I mean that's the that was a start. It's like a sign of wealth. <laughs> that was like, oh, you got a four hose hookah. Okay, you must know. You must know what's going on. It's a sign of wealth or a sign of uh, that man knows how to party or that person knows how to party. Like, and that, that person has too many friends. <laughs> it's like I don't know how many people bought a four hose hookah to just have on the off chance that they would have three other people or two other people. I think people definitely bought those. Like, yo. This is this is this party pipe. We bring it out every party. But yeah, all quick light coals. Um, no, they had there were naturals on here. There was naturals. Yeah, there was just a one kilogram bag of natural quote hookah charcoals. No brand name. Are you in two thousand two? I am. Okay, solid. Yeah. Well, I take that back. There were some naturals. Yeah. So uh, check your facts, Sean. Dang it. But yeah, Gotta no brand. Get better at this. No branding. That's yeah, no branding. Don't know what brand it was. <laughs> but you did. You could get a 500 gram bag of Ramon lemon wood charcoals. There we go. So a little more ash, but that lemon wood was uh, really comes through. Yeah, I haven't, really. I haven't had a lemon wood bowl in a very very long time. I haven't either. I might have to do a double apple. Boo. With uh, with with some lemon wood charcoal. Boo. Yeah, that sounds good. Quit booing me. Like <laughs> People listen to this. I don't know if people listen to this. <laughs> you can't just ruin my credibility. Just talking about <laughs> double apple. There's nothing to Ugh, talk about. Get him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, back in 2000, let's see, we still, had, uh, we still had live chat on the service as a service on the website. So you could chat with yep. us still. Um, Ask us questions, emails. The number is still exactly the same. One eight six six hookahs. I I'm very surprised. I'm sure that was like the first phone number they ever got. Like that's it's so cool to see that it's still the same. I love it, especially because that's the number I get to read off to people every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like wow, that's the original number. This is history. So it's launching that. I mean, so you're having a, a internet based website launching after a very crazy crazy event known as y2k <laughs> and yeah see i that was a thing i very vividly remember y2k um i was in middle school at the time and uh yeah it was just one of those things where it was like the adults were scared so that's why 
you know, kids were somewhat worried because it'd be one thing if it was like one of those weird rumors and some people believed it and some people didn't, but the parents were scared. Like people were worried. They're just like, oh no, our computers, all the information goes away and all these things are going to start crashing and this and this. So people, I mean, it was the news, newspapers, teachers are talking about it. It was a very interesting time. But yeah, once that clock struck, it was just like nothing happened. Are we? Uh, Oh, oh. Oh, we're, we're good? We're good? Uh, all right. I mean, cool. Is the sun going to rise? I mean, like, people wiped out the water at the store. I mean, they stocked up on food. Like, it was the end of the world. And, uh, yeah, that was a very wild time. Uh, <clears throat> for me, actually, I, I did it at uh, Disney World is where I celebrated Y2K. Wow. Yep. That was you, it. you just were going to go out in a bang. Huh? <laughs> yep, with uh, the Epcot fireworks it was a whole shebang thing <laughs> so, that's awesome though you got to experience the turn of the century at disney world yep oh that's so cool yeah it was followed by the disney cruise and uh got to go to disney's private island where they sprinkle crushed gr- crushed glass in the sand to make it twinkle as you're approaching uh, but it was unlimited food service so i had probably about I don't know, 50, 60 Mickey-shaped PB&Js. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you, but we get it, Sean. You were rich. <laughs> Not at all. I don't know I, how that got pulled off. Now that I think about it, like, when I look back now and I think about, like, the things that we did as like a family and like my age now i'm like i'm not spending my money on any of that like i would never know this is just staying with me but i appreciate you know my family doing that but uh yeah i just remember making those phone calls just being like uh could i get another uh pb and j mickey mouse sandwich to room 407 please but they already have 50 of them prepped for you they just knew like i can't say i can't say i remember uh y2k i was only like six years old uh, but I, I will say I have experienced another uh, kind of apocalypse uh, situation. Well, you, you remember uh, 2012, the Mayan apocalypse? Yep. Yeah, so so uh, to celebrate that, me and a buddy of mine in high school went out and dressed up like, like doomsday, like, like, like uh, the people on the street with the signs that yeah. say, like, the end is nigh and everything. Yeah. So we just, uh, we went to like our local mall and uh, Walmart and just stood outside with big cardboard signs that just said like, the end is nigh and everything. And we just yelled at people about, uh, about how Y2K was coming. <laughs> 12 years after the fact, we were like, beware Y2K, the computers are crashing. <laughs> and like, we were dressed sketchy. People were just scared at first, but then they would just like, as soon as we said Y2K, they would just start laughing. And it's like, Yeah. <laughs> That's a quite the adventure to have for 2012, just to be like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go mess around. Let's go have some fun. And Let's then see. and then we blasted, uh, it was a Kesha song. I don't remember the name of it, though. Oh, wow. We blasted, it was like, uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of it. I'd have to find that out. But uh, blasted uh, our favorite Kesha song at the time in, uh, like in the car, and it was great. It was so great. <laughs> but we'll see I mean music back then in 2000 that was the rise of the boy bands the I mean yeah boy bands Christina Aguilera Britney Spears Coldplay all of that yes Coldplay I'm started I'm white so you know I love Coldplay <laughs> that's that was the what uh, Yellow was that song and it was 
It was very sad. It looked like a sad video. I remember seeing that back then and just being like, pass. <laughs> like, just like, I don't know what this is about. Hey, man, He's I just love that song. It. We already had a song that was blue. Dabba dee, dabba da. Oh, man. Eiffel 65, though. Uh, so good. <laughs> that was also the days of, like, old school Eminem, too. Like, like the, like, pillhead Eminem. Like, that would just rap about atrocious things. And everybody loved it. And yeah. it was like... Yeah, you couldn't get away with that now. No, 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 no. Eminem would not be famous. He would be like just (laughs) destroyed and ripped apart by everybody. Yeah, I feel like even if it rhymed, it wouldn't matter. Like it'd just be like, who is this guy and who hurt him? Like what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. There wasn't the YouTube, there wasn't all that stuff. So like the pictures he was painting were just like pretty crazy pictures. But now Everyone's seen so much on social media. To I mean, I get traumatized for breakfast every morning. So, like, I mean, it's it's Eminem in the 2000s is nothing to what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, you open your phone, go to Twitter, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, sorry. So Never that's mind. how we're starting the day. Okay. <laughs> wow, I'm off. Yeah. And usually it's not even like a, for me anyway, it's not even like a, oh, my God, reaction. It's just I see it and go, huh, all right. And that's it. Then I move on. Yeah, it's like that's the bar for today. Got it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, though. This is trending. Okay, this is what is trending. Got Got it. it. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, you didn't have to worry about that. You had your uh, your big block Nokia. I mean, I was a snake guy. I was I was always trying to set the high score on my mom's phone because it was. In the early 2000s, and kids didn't have phones. Like that was the closest thing you got to a <laughs> yeah. video game as a kid. I feel like, like four-year-olds have better phones than most Americans. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like kids have iPads and iPhones just so early. It's crazy. Um, I was yeah. a uh, I was a brick breaker guy on the Nokia's. Brick breaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, yeah. that that was my jam. I had the uh, I had the high score for a while on my on my on my dad's phone. It was uh, a neat savagely beat me <laughs> beat me in the game not like not beat me beat me like, oh no i wouldn't have laughed that hard if he was just physically beating you i, don't <laughs> I beat my dad's score and then he gets the belt <laughs> and i'm just over here ha ha ha, ha. <laughs> now listen good story bro i have a, i have childhood trauma you can laugh at it it's cool from a cell phone game i give you permission so <laughs> uh so let's see we had a well, I know uh, Windows only because it's 2000 was in the name, but yeah, Windows 2000. That was such so, a trash operating system. <clears throat> but that's how people operated on our site, though. It was so trash, though. It you was had so that. Bad. Was was Netscape still around? Uh, I do not probably. know. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Once again, I feel like so there is a there is a slight age gap. I'm gonna throw out my age on here. I'm 30. I am 24. And, yeah. So. I remember some things. He remembers different things. I'm just, you know, you're getting the best of both worlds, maybe. Yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Netscape, uh, for those that remember the, the lighthouse login screen, it was, uh, it was very calming. <laughs> it was very calming. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could load up and get ready to play uh, The Sims. Because that was released in 2000, like right at 2000. That was, uh, you are now controlling a human, a 
computer human. And building like, your future home. Yep, this is uh, your Tamagotchi on a computer. It, you know, it is like set aside the goofy, like controlling the human and making sure they live fulfilling lives and everything. Set that aside. That game is great for just like building houses and just like, yeah, I'll just design something today. <laughs> and like, you just, you know, you just load a hookah and just like lose eight hours. And that's just how it is. Such a good game. Oh man, the PS2 came out that year. Yet. Um, in, I think. In 2000? Yeah, I think in 2000. Yeah. That was uh, that was one of my favorite systems. I still have a PS2. I was not a Sony guy. I no, I, I had that. I had a PlayStation and I was really just hooked on my N64 and then I jumped to the Xbox. I felt like my friends had PlayStation 2 and I was the one that brought over the 64 whenever <laughs> was needed. But I had, I definitely had a PlayStation 1. I will say that. Um, but yeah, I definitely remember it's very weird now, just like even thinking back, just to like to where I was when when that price dropped, and it was however much it was four hundred, five hundred dollars for that thing, and just looking at my mom and just being like, "So there's this new console, it's coming out, it's only," <laughs> and just like $500. having no hundred dollars, yeah, having no real grasp of dollars or whatnot, but just being like, "It's only five hundred, like." It's the only thing that's on my Christmas list. It's the only thing. Like, I made it very easy for you. Just <laughs> this one thing. And it's like, yeah, okay, pick something that's not $500. I usually got all the systems because I usually made a deal with my parents that was like, I won't ask for anything, anything all year if you just get me this. Like, no birthday present, no Christmas. Like, I'm fine with that. And, like, they were usually cool with that. So they usually, um, you know, either they got me the system or I saved up and bought the system myself. So I actually had most of the early ones. I mean, I had uh, definitely an N64. Um, I had the PS2. I had the, the PS1. I had the GameCube. Uh, we get it. You're rich. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I see. I see what you did there. That's cool. All but, the way back wow. around. Wow. Full circle. <laughs> we're, really, we're really doing it on this. Oh, man. Uh, one of the things with gaming uh, back then was uh, the Game Informer magazines. So being the person that did not have all of the new games, um, I there's you know there's a phone, there's a toll free number in the catalog in the magazine, and you know it said if you needed help with a video game or tips and tricks, just give this number a call. And I definitely gave that number a call, and I gave that number a call quite a few times in one month. And I just ask silly questions. Hey, what's this game like? I wonder what this game is like. Can you tell me about this game? And just talk to them about games. What I didn't know is that all of those came with a charge per minute. Oh. <laughs> and oh, I found no. I, I found out. Yeah, I'm sure you did. My mom found out first, but uh, I found out after. Ooh. Yeah, I was and, like, that's weird. You actually called that? I was like, don't those cost money? <laughs> yep. And uh, so I definitely didn't get any sort of console that year Ooh, because yeah. uh, I had you know, just yeah. a couple hundred. You did that uh, to yourself. Yeah, but I definitely lost uh, a friend that month because uh, I thought I really had Somebody I could just call and talk to about video games. Oh, dude. 
oh man that's so sad i would tell people at school i was like yeah my friend knows so much about video games it's crazy you can call him and literally just ask anything sometimes he does have a yeah sometimes he does have a different voice but it's okay it's fine it makes sense oh my god i am so disappointed in you but that explains so much oh yeah oh man that's me right there that's good Uh, yeah, so that was uh, 2000s. I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, this is 19 years of stuff, and I think we just, like, touched on, like, a couple of things. Yes. Drop uh, drop your favorite things that uh, happened in the 2000, the year 2000, and uh, let us know in the uh, in the comments on the blog. We want to hear what uh, you remember. Or what you were smoking. I didn't get smoking until 2005, 2006. And I didn't get smoking uh, until, like, 2012, so... My first flavor was definitely orange. I'm not sure if it was Alfaker orange or Ramon orange, but I definitely know based off the box designs that those were the two that were at the hookah lounge. I just had an orange bowl with some orange soda in the base. And uh, that was my launch into uh, the hookah world at a hookah lounge called Jasmine's in Dallas. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You got it. It it once again (laughs) explains so much. (laughs) And I just thought, yep, soda in the base. Uh, Better taste. That's so awful. (laughs) Oh, man. Where was your first bowl? Uh, So it was at a place called Tarbouche in Nashville, Tennessee. It was like across the street from the Vanderbilt University campus. Uh, It was my 18th birthday. Um, And... uh, just had turned freshly 18 that day and then my friends were like let's go to a hookah bar and i was like okay but, uh we got two hookahs i think uh yeah we definitely got two hookahs because there's five of us um i smoked the bowl that i got was blueberry mint from alfaker and that was just that was just it and it's still like it just launched everything for me i was like this is the best thing ever it wasn't even that good of a bowl looking back, but I was like, this is so good. This is the coolest. I'm going to do this all the time. I practically lived at that hookah bar. I spent so much money. This was like my the summer leading up to when I left for college. So, I mean, it was just like, it was just hookah, you know, six times a week. Like, I was like, every night I'd be like, dad, can I borrow the car and go to Nashville? And <laughs> he's like, again? I'm like, yeah, you know, um... Yeah, it, and then it just and then it just spiraled out of control, and here we are. I'm doing a <laughs> podcast about hookah. <laughs> yeah, hookah lounge etiquette and behaviors, and kind of just like the the styling in hookah lounges have definitely changed over the years. Just kind of with the addition of so many things. Number one being washable hoses. Um, that's a that's a big plus because I know even back then some of the hoses just like. Looking back at old photos, I was just like, man, those hoses were not washable. What were we, how were they running that lounge? Just like, how much rust did I inhale? (laughs) Like, what was going on there? Because no one had washable hoses. So, you know, some of the things to be grateful for in uh, in the years of hookah or the years that, you know, we've been online have been the improvements to the hookah game. Uh, primarily the things that are accessory based, um, you know, because we definitely got some a wild new, um, you know, 
innovative hookah designs from starting from 2000 up to where we are now. Um, and there was even a small period where we had Ed Hardy hookahs because Ed Hardy was popular. I think those are still then. around. <laughs> uh, they're probably in some smoke shop somewhere, heavily discounted. And, Five dollar uh, Ed Hardy. <laughs> but someone is going to get it, and they're going to be super excited that it's Ed Hardy. Um, but yeah, I mean, so washable hoses, uh, diffusers, HMDs. Uh, coals. I mean, there's so many different things that uh, that happened to hookah over the years that have really, really kind of improved the experience that we have now. Significantly, so much better. So yeah. much better. We're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely spoiled because it's a, uh, it's 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 interesting, you know, because people can now start into the hookah game with all of these things readily available because it seemed like there is like the step from egyptian bowl to vortex bowl and then you got the funnel bowl but now it's like your hookah now comes with the funnel bowl <laughs> and so it's and like, you just don't even know what an egyptian bowl <laughs> is like because you don't need to like you don't need to know i mean it's it's good to know but it, it's really interesting to see just kind of how you know where people are starting with hookah now and it's definitely not a bad thing i mean it's it's no I, I would definitely want someone to have like the i would say the most excellent or you know the the best possible session that you could possibly have i don't want people to make the same mistakes we made sean <laughs> one thing i'm always excited about you know over these years is what we talked about earlier was the flavor selection i mean there was two brands on hookah shisha and once again, Massage and Ramon, uh, you know, it went on a little bit later, Naklao Fokker, and then Starbuzz, Fantasia, and then, you know, the list goes from there. But uh, really, just the explosion of flavors that we have available is kind of really what kind of kept, I, what I feel like kind of kept this thing going was that just always having new flavors, new things to try. Because, I mean, you could have a thousand different hookah models but if you only have five flavors to smoke what's the what's the point like what's yeah it's like okay it's still gonna taste the same i i want to i want some flavors someone to focus on flavors so you know and that's where starbuzz you know 2005 um they were their start date and uh you know blue miss becomes an instant craze you know and it's yeah, your blueberry mint being the the flavor that got you, uh, blue miss was the flavor that got a lot of people. Oh I yeah, mean, it was extremely sweet. It was blue. It was a little cold, and uh, it it kind of set things off. They that was the the flavor that sold a million a million cans, and uh, it it launched kind of the modern shisha approach to the hookah market, you know, because everything before that was really old school Middle Eastern style and Starbucks with kind of like a Starbucks sort of logo. Actually, I wouldn't say it's Starbucks, but it, it had its, it felt like there was some similarity between the two when, when they first launched. And it might have just been the name, just Starbucks, Starbucks, but it was definitely a super, super Americanized or Western um, uh, approach, really flashy silver cans new labels new names and uh with that there that would kind of open the door for all the brands that we have on the site today is uh because of that first 
modern push from Starbuzz, or at least that's who I am tossing the credit to. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's some more shisha history uh, from the two thousands. Hookah history is wild, man. It's crazy. Like I've been around for like a decent portion, but like there's stuff that goes way back that I'm like, wait, what? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, there's some hookah knowledge for you guys. Yeah, little impromptu kind of history lesson. Hopefully, it wasn't too boring. Hopefully, some of y'all <laughs> found it interesting. Oh man! So you went to Colorado recently? Uh, yeah, yeah. I told you guys in the last podcast I was heading out to Colorado to go to the Red Rocks for my first concert experience, and I don't know what is wrong with the people of Colorado, but there was a bomb cyclone that hit two days before I got there that caused a slight blizzard. And uh, let's just say it was very, very, very cold. And I was wearing a thermal, Under Armour Sub-Zero thermal, like really good thermal for my chest and my legs with pants, jacket, hoodie, all of that. And uh, it was below freezing. (laughs) And it was about a six hour show Oh and God. waiting in line just to go up this the Red Rocks because it's on you know essentially like a mountain, so it was a lot of a lot of walking. I got about five five miles of walking throughout that day, but uh, yeah, standing still at a concert. I was trying to move, but I just I was so frozen I could not <laughs> I could not move. But there were people there that were in t-shirts and skirts and half shirts just. Not a problem. Okay, and I was, was was it actually cold, or is this just the Texan in you that thinks it was cold? actually cold? It was below free. It snowed earlier in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand what is wrong. I was just Dude, like, man, festival goers are a different crowd. Man, they can endure anything. They can endure anything. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just wild. I mean, like it was just it was so cold. Other than that, Colorado is awesome. Uh, it was it was a great time, but man. That was really cold. I haven't been that cold for that long. Like, you know, we've had cold days in Austin. It snowed in Austin. Born and raised in Detroit, I've experienced blizzards and cold weather, but that was a long, long time ago, and I have just never been that cold for that long. (laughs) But yeah, Colorado. I guess, you know, if you're from there and you've just experienced the cold days, you're just used to it, but... Look, we're both humans. Like we have the same internal organs. I don't know what was different, but for the people that were not from Colorado, you could tell those people because we were all shivering extremely hard. <laughs> just it, it was and like it was just full wild. body parkas. Like and then there's just like a dude in shorts and a tank top, and you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, just sipping a beer, just like, hey, what's going on? I'm just like, uh, I, I can't, I can't move. He's the one who gets the beer, and he's like, "Hey, can can I get a colder one? This is kind of warm." <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. So yeah, while I was getting down in the freezing cold, uh, what were you getting into this past week? Uh, I went to the Renaissance Festival on uh, Saturday. The uh, the Sherwood Forest Fair Renaissance Fair. Yeah, that's what's up. Fair. Um, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was super cool. I I always love going to Renaissance festivals because uh, they're just it's it, it really is just kind of like stepping into a different world like it's oh, yeah. it's it's i mean the the people are crazy you know they're they're all dressed in 
these awesome costumes and they're in character and it's just just really fun all around really kind of just relatively cheap just day just to go do something fun mm-hmm. um but i i went last year and uh as you've mentioned before on this podcast i have uh now i have significantly you know pretty long hair um a year ago that was not necessarily the case it wasn't nearly as long but uh last year i wanted to we passed by this hair braiding booth this latest old lady was just braiding hair and i was like oh man next time like it's gonna be wild i was like so i like never cut my hair grew it out and i finally was like yeah i'm gonna get my hair braided i got like flowers put in it it was like two like french braid it was crazy it was i felt <laughs> i felt so pretty it was so Did you good. feel magical? I did. She was like, do you want me to put glitter in it? And I was like, oh, kind of, but then I'll never get it out. <laughs> and I was like, Man. Did you dress up? No, I, dude, I can't afford those costumes. <laughs> like, they're crazy. You, you, gotta, you gotta rent them, man. No, dude, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go all out. Like, you wanna know how much, so, so we were in this, in this shop. It was like, they were, it was like a leather working shop and they had these like big, like leather kind of like kingly, like shawls almost. Like the cloaks. Kind. It was like a mid between cloak. Um, okay. It covered the shoulders and everything. And this one was like, the fur was like dyed purple. It was beautiful. Super high quality. You want to know how much that, that thing was? Like 600? Oh buddy, I wish. It was $1,700. Ooh. Yeah. And like, Ooh. I like... So I was like looking at it and the the girl came up and she's like, oh, you want to try it on and everything? And I looked at the price. I was like, I'm just going to tell you now I can't afford this. Like this is, <laughs> I'm not going to buy this. And she was like, it's fine. We're all just playing dress up here. And I was like, okay. And she put it on me and I was like, <laughs> I really want this. This is like a warm hug and it's so comfortable. I would wear this everywhere. We're all just playing dress up. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're so right. So I went to uh, <laughs> I went to Ren Fair last year, and I rented a costume actually from Lucy in Disguise, which is oh, a nice. Austin original uh, costume shop here in uh, Austin. And you can definitely go full out; they have a bunch of stuff there. But uh, a day rental for a jester, which is what I went as, uh, it was only like thirteen bucks uh, oh, for. Nice. Like a three day rent, a three day rental, um, but my thing is, is that uh, my I, I guess my advice to anyone that is wanting to go to a Rin festival, um, if you decide to go as a jester, the the Joker of the of the group, I would say, uh, be prepared to uh, say some jokes, and if you don't have jokes ready, be prepared to disappoint a lot of people. Because I disappointed a lot of people <laughs> because I was walking around and just like you said, it is a completely different environment. They are in character and that is the cool thing about it. They will treat you as one of the characters. I think uh, just about every turn I was taking, it was like, hey, Jester, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke, Jester. And I was like, uh, uh, it was like, boo, you're a terrible jester. Like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, like, I've already uh, said. A guy walks into a bar and says, ouch. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you, uh, if you decide to be a joker, have some jokes ready. I, I, I wouldn't be able to deal with the pressure. That's just awful. <laughs> I'm not a funny person. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, 
what do you think? We should wrap it up? I think, yeah, this might be one for the books. This might be our longest one. Yeah. Let us know if uh, you like longer podcasts, because I'm sure we can ramble on and on about oh, we can just about on anything. We can ramble on a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of uh, things. But I know the party people at home want to know what we learned in hookah. Oh, this is always the hardest part about this podcast. <laughs> once a week, buddy. Uh, once a week. I know, and I always try. I always try. And I, uh, but uh, yeah, so my, uh, my lesson for today is uh, always have backups. I... Uh, and I'm talking specifically about coals this time around in this this kind of anecdote. Uh, yeah, I ran out of coals this weekend. It was <laughs> super great. I was looking. It was actually after the run fair, and uh, yeah, I was super happy, super looking forward to a uh, to a bowl after I, after getting home and uh, packed it. You know, got everything prepped, and then went to go put coals on. And I did not have any. And I was like, what? I, dum, dum, dum. I was so disappointed. I'm like, I'm kicking myself because I'm like, oh, I, I work at Hookah Dash Shisha. I have like unlimited access to anything I could ever need hookah related. But I'm still the guy that runs out of coals. I don't know how I do it. But uh, yeah, it just uh, I have now learned to uh, have a small container of just backup coals that I just stash somewhere. That way, if I ever just happen to run, I'm just forgetting about them. They're just not there. If I ever run out of coals again, at least I have some backups. So, all right, be prepared, be prepared. for Y2K. <laughs> be prepared for Y2K. <laughs> Stock Listen, up. I was a Boy Scout, all right. Our motto was "Be prepared." I was a Boy Scout for okay. We'll save that for a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, just yeah, bring up bo- Boy Scouts at some point, and uh, we'll have a we'll have a good we'll have a good one. That'll be that'll be a good thing to talk about at some point. Really dive deep into our past. <laughs> we we didn't go deep enough with the uh, uh, the parent abuse from video games oh, on our cell phones earlier <laughs> oh, in this podcast. Oh god, so, maybe yeah. we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> we'll dive deep again. All right, uh, for my quick learn thing, um, this will be uh, actually from my trip to Colorado. Um, when you really want to have a good hookah lounge experience, if you are someone that you kind of consider yourself a enthusiasts or maybe you're just a neat freak like myself where you just really want to know all the answers to your questions don't be afraid to pick up that phone before you make a drive Um, and this is speaking specifically to hookah lounges because you might you know want to go out and have a hookah lounge or have a hookah at a hookah lounge if you're traveling and you didn't bring a hookah with you and you can read reviews but Sometimes when it comes to reviews, those people might not smoke the same way that you do. And I saw a lot of good reviews for one spot, and I called them up, and they only use quick lights. I was just asking if, you know, maybe if I just swung by a different shop and grabbed some natural coals and brought them in, if they would be cool with that. Absolutely not. Okay, that's, you know, it's your business. That's that's all for you. (laughs) I respect that. But uh, I'm glad I called ahead because I just was just wondering, you know, based on the shining, glowing reviews that this was going to be like a really fancy, fancy spot. And uh, no, I was I was wrong. I'm basically saying that your lounge is not fancy if you are using quick lights. Facts. And, I mean, uh, that's just facts. 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 So facts. that fancy lounge might not be so fancy. Give it a call. 
maybe check their Facebook, look around, see their photos, see see what they're doing, investigate before you show up. I know sometimes we do that with restaurants and other things that we do, but you know, save yourself some time and maybe a headache um, from driving over or taking an Uber somewhere and then you get to that lounge and it's just not the lounge that you thought it would be. I have definitely been in that scenario before, so I am trying to prevent those from happening in, uh, in the future. So when in doubt, pick up the phone, give them a call, or you can call us if you have questions about hookah, 866-HOOKAS. Mm-hmm. Full, uh, full circle oh, plug right there. Oh, oh man, and I think with that, we're going to wrap it up today, guys. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, that was good. That was that was like, that was full circle. Yeah, that was great. I like that one. That was good. Uh, unrehearsed, unrehearsed. Uh, yeah, that was actually. I, I, that is a hundred percent true. That was. I was not expecting that. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, thank you all for uh, sticking in for our very long podcast. And uh, if you like Kuka and podcasts, then you're probably already listening to this. But if your friend, <laughs> if your friend isn't listening, just tell them about this podcast, and then you'll be. All good on all of your hookah knowledge. You know what? You know, not just your friend. Share it with everybody. Everybody yes. needs to hear this. You know, send a link to your mom. You know, what's your up, mama, everybody's mom? Mama's mom. What's up? You know, let your dad listen to it. Yeah, your cat. What's your daddy know about hookahs? <laughs> your cat? <laughs> yeah. I, you know. I make my cat listen to this, so. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, party people. Thank you all for listening one more time. And, uh... We will smoke you on the next one. Smoker Pass out. We'll see you next time. You don't have a Sean out or anything? No, I don't. I'm, uh, I'm pretty lame. I didn't, listen, I don't have anything cool to say. So, like, what do I say? Then? All right. Like, uh, that's it. It's all. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>